It's a story of championship glory and body snatching. And this week, we're going to tell you all about it. I'm Mark. And I'm Harris. And we'd like to welcome you to Behind the Gorilla, a podcast where we delve into the wild, wacky, and crazy side of professional wrestling. Welcome to Behind the Gorilla. Um, I'm Mark. This is Harris. This is a weekly wrestling podcast where we talk about the strange side of wrestling or our other moniker, Stuff you don't want your friends to know about. Yeah. The the, uh, the sport of wrestling. Stuff that's so. hard to explain about wrestling. The yeah. sport of wrestling. I like the way you put that. We explain it for you. It's not always a sport. <laughs> that's what this show's about. Right. This show's about the non-sport part of wrestling. <laughs> Pretty much. The attempted entertainment side of wrestling. Yes. That, well, that's a if we pick it, it, that means it was entertaining. Yes. Well, or at least intended to be. No, it means it was entertaining. Okay. okay. <laughs> Doesn't necessarily mean it was good. That's fair. I was certainly entertained. So, um All right. This is this is Harris, so I'm gonna let Harris all take right. this one. I got I'm on call this week. So I gotta admit, I got a little bit off topic with this one, and I'm gonna try to keep it as streamlined as possible because I had one moment in mind okay. that I wanted to talk about. And it's kinda like the um the shockmaster situation where you don't really know the full story behind it, so you kinda try to get a little bit of the broader context. Right. This is one of the most ludicrous entertainment things I've ever seen in wrestling, and it gets completely like not swept aside, but lost in the shuffle. That was the glorious Attitude Era of okay. wrestling, the okay. sport of wrestling in the Attitude Era, which we know. I, I feel like for as far as the dumbest things in wrestling go, we have. I mean, ultimate. I really think it's like early 90s WCW mm. and then Attitude Era WWE mm. as a, as like you know overall good as Attitude Era was right on the top so- side of the card <laughs> the bottom side of the card is some of the worst stuff you'll ever it's just see real bad ever yeah and it's like because they were just going for broke to be entertaining just whatever caught your attention <laughs> as a you know soda addicted 13 year old in the audience <laughs> like that's about what it was Exactly. So it's funny you say the top of the card versus the underside of the card. This is the other thing that kind of made me laugh. This is for the title. Now, we've talked about some of, you know, the worst things to happen and some of the worst things to happen that could involve the title. And at least when dumb things happen, well, they don't involve the title, right? Hopefully. This is not really one of those cases, but it's kind of a, this one might irk you a little bit. So I'll just... We'll, we'll talk about it as we go. So, first of all, it's we're going to start our story, actually, the moment I was thinking about. Okay. And I'm going to explain okay. kind of why I went along, why I lost focus of this. So That works. It's the SmackDown. I believe they aired on Friday at this point, but it's the SmackDown right before Survivor Series, 1999. Okay. You've got a big triple threat match scheduled on the posters, you know, with Triple H and Stone Cold and The Rock, I believe, for the title. Uh, well, that that's that's a... That's a decent... Pretty solid, lineup. right? That's about as Attitude Era as it gets. That's the, the Attitude Era title picture. And this is like beginning of SmackDown. So they're trying to get the show yeah. off the ground. Well, they're trying to yeah, put some big matches there. This is there. for Survivor Series. Right. Right. So mm-hmm. they're, you know, they got a lot to promote here. 
And then another thing they kind of want to do, I guess because it's Survivor Series, I don't know if there were any other five-on-five matches going on, but you want to have a little bit of a fun, like, multi-man bit of nonsense, right? Sure, sure. The Survivor Series So they decide, okay, here's what we're going to do. We've got the hardcore title held by Big Boss Man. Right. Who is a cop, a a crooked cop. He's one of the holdovers from, you know, great character wrestlers. (laughs) From Cobb County, Georgia. From Cobb County, Georgia, yes. Billed (laughs) as such. That's fantastic. And he came to represent, you can really tell, because he's decided that he's just really had enough of Big Show. I don't know... See, that's fair. We've all felt that at some point. (laughs) That's fair. Now, look, obviously, Show seems like a nice guy half the time. But I think Big Boss Man took it a little bit too far. We can all get a little frustrated with Big Show. We can. We can. Big Boss Man um, found out that Big Show's father was going to die of cancer and started calling him out for it, like on the show, like just making fun of him, saying, oh, I'm Big Show, I'm a big dumb idiot, and I'm sad that my dad's going to die. And this is, not, this is not just this week of SmackDown. This is like for weeks up until this point. <laughs> Oh, and he's calling okay, in. And this will be fun. this will be a recurring theme throughout this episode. Big Boss Man uses his connections as a police officer to like public records departments and things like that. And you know, you see a little video package of Big Show saying, "Oh, I'm just I'm so sad that I won't get to spend much more time with my dad." And then it cuts to a man backstage, like wearing some sort of official-looking uniform, taking Big Show aside and talking to him. And then Big Show starts crying. And they're like, oh my god, you guys, I think that's I think that's this official from the hospital telling Big Show that his dad has passed away. Big Show's crying. And then it cuts to Big Boss Man and this guy in the suit or whatever in a room somewhere. He's like, what'd you tell him? What'd you tell him? I've got connections. You better tell me. He's like, I, I told him his dad died. And Big Boss Man's like, what'd he say? He's like, I, he started crying. Like, oh, I'm sad my dad's dead. Big Boss Man said, oh, what a big dumb idiot. What a baby. You idiot. Big show. What's wrong with you? Hey, hold on. Just just pause for a second. I don't even know how to, like, <laughs> react to that. So, one. Okay. Okay. One. Strike one. <laughs> Let's do an angle where your dad's dying of cancer. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's well, strike one. Yeah. Strike two. Let's have some other guy make fun of you for it and then try and basically just be the biggest stay-at-home mom gossip that he can possibly be so far that's all i've gotten out of this so we're, we're at two strikes and i'm waiting for strike three okay well oh boy you're gonna get it so now wait a minute hold on does big boss man then give his father's cancer too big show that's the thing short of killing him himself like i don't know what else he could have done but now at this point no regrettably big show's father that's where i could see this angle going Mm. oh and then he finds out big boss man was the one who gave the cancer to big show's dad that's the thing when we say like the attitude era was just the worst sometimes it's kind of stuff like this that i think of so yeah that being said i was entertained so now now it's the go-home smackdown. And we have a match booked between... It's not a traditional multi-man match, but it's a match of Big Show, the sad, sad giant man, 
versus Big Boss Man, uh, his enforcer, Prince Albert. Like, he really needs yeah. one. Oh, yeah. I think a couple other baddies. I think he's got Viscera on his side. So it's okay. a, so it's, it's massive people. It ends up being a four-on-one match of just, just the biggest guys. And it's Big Show all by himself, right? So how, how do we build this go-home feud rolling into Survivor Series? What's the Survivor Series match supposed to be? I don't know. I didn't look at the whole okay. rest of the card. <laughs> okay. Because, to be honest... Most of what I'm going to talk about is going to happen after Survivor Series. Oh. But, like, what is Big Show and Boss Man building to? Just a one-on-one match I, at Survivor Series? I guess so. Or okay. a multi... Yeah, it's a multi-man match because, you know, Big Boss Man is a sniveling heel and he has a lot of other right. people helping him out. But okay. theoretically, yes. This is the chance for Big Show to get so through we're, all them. So we're just doing this match to then do it again on Survivor Series. Oh, it's not happening tonight. No, this is all oh, the build. I'm sorry. Oh, this is the Survivor Series match. This is the build, yeah. And they're, okay. I'm gotcha. sorry. So gotcha. we have, coming into this last moment, you know, we got to get those sweet, sweet pay-per-view buys. Of course. We got to make sure these people are just dying to see Big Show get his hands on Prince Albert. So. Big Boss Man. We, uh, yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Well, yeah, Prince Albert too. But yes, Big Boss Man. There's a lot of big boys. I can see dude. the tweets coming in right there. Oh, yeah, for sure. We'll start getting we'll start getting stuff wrong just to get social media present. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. So we actually. just kind of halfway through the show, we cut in, and it's Jerry the King Lawler, our friend from last week, mm-hmm. now playing full heel commentator, and Michael Cole, tiny and skinny, and he's got a beard. It's kind of funny, but pretty much holding it down at the desk. And he says, "Yeah, Jerry Lawler has the understatement of maybe the whole Attitude Era when he says things have gotten very personal between these two. Michael Cole says, yeah, um, and we we gave you guys a warning at the beginning of the show, the viewer discretion is advised, and that's where this is going to come into play here, because there's some very disturbing stuff that we saw happen today at the funeral for Big Show's father. Dad, I love you. You're a good man. And everything I have in life, I've learned from you. Now, what in the hell is that?
they sent a camera crew, which is smart. I mean, you probably oh, know something was going to happen. Yeah. So, you know, we, we cut to Big Show, and he's standing there, and it's outside. There's people gathered around. You know, they're about to lower the casket into the ground. And he's saying, you know, you're the best man I ever knew, and everything I am is because of you. And then you hear, hey, Big Show, you idiot. What are you doing? Are you sad because your dad died? Cut up. And have you ever seen the Blues Brothers? Yeah. It's Big Boss Man in a cop car with a giant megaphone on top, just like the Blues Brothers. And he just comes whipping around the curb, and he's like, you idiot, your dad died of cancer, and I'm glad you're sad. I really, really am. Like, he's just, I don't, just chewing him out. Big Show's like, devastated, obviously. His family's crying. Like, what are you doing? And he pulls right up, right next to the coffin, and just starts yelling at him. And he says, what? I've got a right to speak my mind. I came here to pay respect to the dead. Blah, 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 blah. And Big Show turns around and Show, bless his heart, is not a smart man. He doesn't, like, go for the door. He just kind of runs at the car. Says, hey, come on, come on, let's go. Jumps on the hood of the car. Okay. Big Boss Man just hits the gas. Kind of runs him over. Not, like, runs him over, but, like, throws him off the top of the hood. He crashes to the ground. Big Show's whole family comes over to make sure he's okay. Big right. Boss Man is still running his mouth. It doesn't really matter what he's saying. It's more just the focus on crying Big Show. And then we see that he's pulled his car up by the burial site. He takes a chain out of the trunk of his car. He ties one into the casket, carrying Big Show's dead father. Right. Ties the other end to his car. And says something along the lines of, I believe, yeah, your dad always wanted to be a drag queen. So now I'm going to I'm going to drag him somewhere. Ties it to his car. And now he is peeling out of the cemetery and I think it's a real cemetery. Like it looks full. Like there's a lot of headstones and stuff. I don't know how they got permission to do this. They probably did. If they got permission to do this. I hope it's just like a display lot somewhere, but boy, it looked pretty real. And he's dragging the coffin behind his car. With a chain. Uh, Big Show sees that this is happening. Takes offense to this. Naturally. That's one does. And gives... When someone's dragging their dead father's casket through the cemetery, he took a little bit of offense to I don't know where he's going. But, you know, Big Show gives chase. So Big Show is running after this man. And he can't run that fast. But he catches up to it jumps wow. on top of the coffin well he's not going that fast oh, okay he's not like peeling out he's okay. just, just he's accelerating and big he hadn't got that far big show catches up leaps onto the coffin and is holding on for dear life getting dragged away by this lunatic in a police car we're gonna say that's strike three is that str- okay i thought that might be strike three <laughs> that's strike three Clinging on this angle dear life to this coffin as it peels away, and finally, he just builds up too much speed. He can't hold on anymore, and Big Show slips off, takes a great bump onto the grass, like, sells it, flips himself over a little bit. And then we cut back to Jerry Lawler and Michael Cole, and they're like, uh, so... So we quit. That was- <laughs> We're done. Uh, we'll see you guys uh, never. Goodbye. <laughs> I mean, so that's, you know, if you wanted to get people to pay to pay money to see Big Show get his hands on Big Boss Man, 
I mean... That's either that or they stop watching your programming forever. I mean, that's basically the the risk reward. Yeah, yeah. This is this is some this is some Vince Russo level of BS here. Like this it is, really is. Well, that's what's funny is this is man. I mean, and he probably was still there. I, I was think, gonna, at the time. This is November of '99. Yeah, I think he's still to, there. I don't okay. think he went to WCW to till 2000. Okay, then that makes a lot of sense because that's what I was laughing about. We've talked about this WCW. This is probably why he went to WCW in the late '90s. We talked about that so many times. True. In the year 2000 specifically, but yeah. this is. That was the year of Russo in WCW. This is pretty bananas. Like, this is a lot of stuff kind of on the same level, but they have enough star power and, like, other stuff happening oh, on yeah, top for of sure. the card to balance it out. Oh, my. So, But wait a minute. Harris, mm. you said something about the title. I did. I need to and know I'm glad you asked about this. So I'm going to be totally honest with you. <laughs> I, I knew that was where I wanted to start, and I thought, okay, we'll get the history behind that. And then I got distracted by everything else that happened <laughs> in December of 1999 in WWF. So, I didn't watch the Survivor Series quote-unquote blow-off match, okay? Okay. It doesn't matter what happened. It because, does okay, matter. Big we Sh- need to know what happened, Big Show Harris. won, right? Okay. But That's all we need to know. In a greater <laughs> sense, it, that doesn't matter because... Um, it wasn't a blow-off there match. Was, no, there was something in the water in 1999... Because everyone was just getting run over. And before this triple threat, somebody had run down Stone Cold Steve Austin with their car. Oh, yeah. I do remember that. Stone Cold is out of the main event for at least a year, but legitimately gone. Who are we going to put in this triple threat for the title? Which, by the way, we've known it's not going to be Steve Austin for about two months. Put Big Show in there. Yeah, he seems like a nice guy. We made him do this angle. Uh, he's a, you know, he seems very sad. He beat this guy in a wrestling match, but I mean, his father's dead. I don't think the, I don't know where the body went. I don't think it's ever followed up on like what he did with it. It's never recovered. Okay. It's not like a David Arquette sort of situation okay. where they haul off Judy Bagwell and then like <laughs> rescue her next week on Thunder. Right. That doesn't happen. It's just who knows. Mm-hmm. So let's put him in the title match, you know? Sure. And because we have other stuff that we want to do with The Rock and with Triple H, just give him the title. So Big sure. Show wins the title at Survivor Series. All you know, right. you walk in. At the start of the night, thinking you're just going to try to stick up for your dead dad, who, you, you know, you don't know where he is, but he's super dead. And then you find yourself in a title match, and okay. he wins the WWF title to close out Survivor Series. That's the so, way That's the way you uh, you get a title shot. You just have your dad's corpse right. dragged across the well, that's, ground by, knowing, by Big Boss Man. Knowing Big Show, he probably would have turned in six months and we found out he killed his dad himself for a title shot. I'm surprised like that didn't happen. <laughs> so now... <laughs> right? Oh, that's you would think, so true, though. So now... He's only able to be on one side for about six months. Yeah. So now yeah. Big Show, he's got the championship title. But you know, Big Boss Man, if you have a hatred for someone that leads up to stealing their dead father's body at the funeral, like you're not just going to let that go because he pins your shoulders to the mat in a wrestling match. No. So what What are they going to do? How are they going to escalate this now that it's a championship feud? Well, this now, is a, 
Now this now he's gonna take his mom. Ooh, ooh, possibly. So the first week, first week after Survivor Series, what do you think happens? Uh, I mean, just like say man, if this were happening today, Big Boss Man comes out with his dead father's corpse, like oh, a man. my cousin Bern. Or, uh, yes, Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, Weekend at Bernie's, and uh, wow. holds him up there, and then has his dad yell insults to Big Show. His dead what dad if, yell man. insults to Big Show. You the way know, this angle's going, that's exactly what I would expect. Man, I wish it had. <laughs> Obviously, that's kind of in poor taste, but like he right. already stole the body. <laughs> stole the We're body already, already there. <laughs> no, what we have instead is uh, Big Show defending the title against Kane. There we go. Who that, you may remember as having nothing to do with any of this. No, no. At all. I feel like that's Kane's career in WWE. And this is the beginning of... A common theme with Kane and W and uh, Big Show in feud. WWE. Yeah. So this, this. Hey, we have two big guys. There are only two big exactly. guys that actually can wrestle. It's Vince They're just smashing his action figures together. That's all it mm-hmm. is. Meanwhile, uh, Big Boss Man and Albert have a match with The Rock. Ooh. Don't you really? Oh wait, I'm sorry. I got I got out of shape. This is that's the second week. The first week after Survivor Series. Okay. Big Boss Man fights The Rock okay. for a number one contendership to the top. Wow. So The Rock says, this makes a little bit more logical sense, I'm sorry. The Rock says, you know, hey, I didn't get pinned, I want a title shot. Big Boss Man says, no, I'm the one fighting Big Show. There's a lot of evidence that we don't like each other. Let me fight him. Okay. And they have a hardcore match, and it's it's pretty trash. It's basically your typical Attitude Era. It's like seven minutes. And they yeah. get 30 minutes worth of stuff in a seven-minute right. match. So it's it's great. Big Boss Man rolls up with a noose like that. He tied himself backstage. Then he gets dragged around by the noose for a little while, through the crowd, back into the ring, hit with a broom, hit with a chain. Um, he picks up steel steps to hit the rock. The rock hits the steel steps with the chair, driving the steel steps back into his face. Of course. Big Boss Man's taking a beating in this match, right? Mm-hmm. He's just eating it. And then Prince Albert comes charging in. It's a hardcore match, right. so there's no DQs. Prince Albert beats up The Rock. The Rock beats him up back, throws him out of the ring, but in the process of throwing Albert out of the ring, eats Big Boss Man's finisher and loses the match, right? Wow. So these two guys are you know, just doing whatever they have to to get ahead a little bit. And it's I, I kind of get the thinking, like, okay, Rock is still a valid like main event player, so let's... You know, we got to make him look strong, but also we wanted clearly the money is in this big boss man, big show match. Yeah, clearly. Who is the, who is the real big here? Is it boss man or is it show? So, so that happens, and then The Rock just kicks the crap out of both of them after the match to get his heat back, Ultimate make him look good. Fifty-fifty. Yeah. Well, you know, it's The Rock, so I think it's allowed. Nobody really thinks that Big Boss Man can actually beat The Rock in a fair fight, so. I would. I didn't. I didn't see Big Show. Oh. It was a real fight. Yeah, well, he could. Hey, trailer beat the crap. This out is the sport. This is the fine sport of wrestling <laughs> we're talking about, Mark. It's true. Um, meanwhile, the other thing that's happening, and just kind of in the background, is cops are running around interviewing everyone because, oh yeah, Stone Cold got run over last night and almost Again? died. No, 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 no. This is the Monday after the show, right? Survivor Series Monday Night Raw. Well, I thought this you is the said, first episode. I'm sorry. No, 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 I no. I thought no. you said that Stone Cold had been out for months. No, no, no. They'd known he was going to be out, but they just... How? Booked, 
Because he was out for injury. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. The that, that's reason, what I was confused. I'm sorry. See, that, this is a whole other angle that's that. actually okay. good that we don't have time to talk about. But basically, okay, okay. the gist of it is Stone Cold, his neck is messed up, right? Okay, and has right, been for right, forever. Right. He has to get surgery on it. Oh. He's going to be out for about 10 months. Okay, okay, okay. They don't tell anybody that. They just right, book right, him right, of in the Triple Threat for Survivor Series sell it to people as it's going to be this great triple threat right. halfway through that show he gets oh. run over by somebody oh, and on. now he's out okay. yeah so gotcha. they knew that he wasn't going to be right. in the match right i don't know at what point the decision was made of who else was going to be put in the match okay that makes more sense yeah gotcha. okay gotcha. i'm sorry so now already the title match is sort of yeah, okay, we have the title, but also somebody just tried to murder Stone Cold. What's going on with that? Yeah, it's not There's good. cops running around interviewing everybody. They try to interview The Rock. It goes about as well as you'd expect for them. It's a great promo. You should look it up. It's just him chewing these guys out. It's fantastic. That does sound entertaining. And Big Show, I had to kind of skim through all this because there's a lot to get through. I didn't see Big Show on that episode. Which is understand he just won the title. Yeah. His father's dead. Give the man a week off. That's fine. We got the number one contendership going on here. If he had anything happen, it wasn't that important. Big Boss Man and Prince Albert are involved trying to secure this number one contendership. They have it now. So we move on to next week. And now, with Big Boss Man securing his number one contendership, we get our classic Big Show versus Kane standoff. Of course. Big Boss Man and Prince Albert have their own thing going on. So they don't they don't interfere in this match at all. Big Show wins with a I wrote this in quotes, drop kick off the top rope, which is like it's cool because you saw a four hundred pound man fall <laughs> off the top rope, but it looked more like he fell and like his foot might have bumped into him than anything, but it's pretty spectacular. And already, this is this is like Attitude Era booking. This is where I started to realize that there was a lot more going on than just this Big Show feud. Prince Albert and Bossman have a tag match with The Rock tonight. Because The Rock doesn't take kindly to, you know, them cheating and taking away his victory. Okay. And they, you know, somebody booking the match says, All right, Rock, you can, uh, you can pick your partner. Who's it going to be? And he sees Mick Foley and Al Snow backstage. And Mick Foley's like, Hey, buddy. You wanna you wanna do a little bit of the old old rock and sock? Rock's like, no, you idiot. The crowd is my partner. The millions and millions of Rock's fans are gonna be his partner. I don't of need course. you. So he's got a handicap match, right? And al- already, already, like we're shifting away from Big Show and Big Boss Man. Now it's yeah. Big Boss Man and Albert versus The Rock, and The Rock's all alone. And they just beat on The Rock and beat on The Rock and beat on The Rock, and then Foley's music hits. And it's really great. He comes, he comes like hustling down to ringside. He doesn't interfere in the match because it's a tag match. He just grabs the rope and waits for the hot tag. Mm-hmm. Gets the hot tag and they just lay him out. And it's fantastic. <laughs> and one of them eats Mr. Sacco, and the other one eats worst Rock move Bottom in the history of wrestling. And a people's elbow. And the second worst move in the history of wrestling. <laughs> Rock and Sock Connection is back. <clears throat> yeah, we got the title going on, and yeah, we got the murder mystery going on. But Rock and Sock Connection is back. And it's a lot of fun. They're a cool little oddball couple, you know, because you got oh, yeah. The Rock and Mankind. It's great stuff. So, already kind of lost a little bit of focus here, right? A little bit of oomph. <laughs> it's all right, though. It's all right. We still got a few more weeks before the um, aptly named Armageddon pay-per-view. 
And I miss the re- the original WWE pay-per-views. It's going to be the last pay-per-view of the millennium. Yep. It's going to be wild. Also, yep. did they name it that because the movie Armageddon came out like the year before that and they just thought it was a cool like I don't buzzword? Think so. I don't think so either. I just thought it was funny that that it's happened. It's just at the another same time. big fighting word. Like the first, so. I guess. It is appropriately apocalyptic, but we still mm-hmm. have 2 weeks of build okay. for this championship match between show and boss man, right? So what do you th- the next week? You you put them back in the ring together, right? You have some other segment, yeah, involving something. Because remember, these two guys don't like each other, and they're fighting for the championship. Like, let's keep the focus on that, and all the horrible things he said about his father. Right? They're gonna follow up on the body. <laughs> we can't forget that all this stuff happened. No. I know the attention spans are short in the Attitude Era, but like, come on, make it work. Um. Steph and Test get married this week. Oh, yeah, so I forgot about everything that. Everything else in the company is kind of on the back burner. Um, yeah. I, I, I didn't watch this episode start to finish. I went through this episode at three-minute intervals, and I did not see the big show. I, that, that doesn't mean he didn't have a segment. It does mean that his segment was about two minutes long, if it happened. What we do get is a lot of the rock and mankind fueling, of course, defuting with DX now. Okay, it's of basically course. morphing into a company-wide war between the corporation and DX. Right on every level, you got Big Boss Man. He's technically part of that, I think, still at this point. Rock and mankind fighting DX, looking for the tag titles at Armageddon. Um, uh, back when the tag Mr. titles Ma- mattered. Mr. McMahon is trying to marry his daughter to Test so that he doesn't have to deal with that rapscallion Triple H anymore. That's so weird. And this is why... Everything's so backwards. (laughs) This is when I realized that this episode would just... um, Suck. No, no, no. Not this episode of Raw. (laughs) This episode of the podcast was going to go completely off the rails because I'm just watching this looking... like I'm trying to track this one feud, right? And it's not possible like we've talked about wwe champions not getting to main event in the past right the, i i can't think of a better example of it than this there's absolutely more focus on the rock and mankind as number one contenders all of the focus believe it or not is on those crazy mcmahons and their you know enemy at this point triple h and i just here's a little, here's a little bonus episode all i wanted to do was watch and see what would happen between Big Boss Man and Big Show. Right. That's it. And throughout the night, instead I'm treated to all these vignettes of Stephanie McMahon on her bachelorette weekend in Las Vegas. Lovely. Please tell me Big Boss Man arrests them for underage Boy, that'd be amazing. Wouldn't, it, wouldn't that be a great way to like tie in your big McMahon feud with the WWF title? Yeah. Get them involved somehow. No, no, that doesn't happen. You just, you see a couple vignettes, and then, you know, Triple H and Test have a match, which I don't really know why. It, maybe it was to ban him from Wingside during their wedding, because this is the night that Test is getting married. In okay. the ring, which is a great idea. Of course. What could ever go wrong? Nothing so ever. So Vince McMahon looks at Triple H, and he's like, look, I know how wrestling works, you know. Anybody who is not a blood relative, if you try to come to that wedding, you're fired immediately like triple h i'm looking at you like stay out of this i know you have a weird thing for my daughter it's not gonna happen i wish so 
again, yeah, I apologize. This is all this is all just a tangent, right? But I have to talk about this. So <laughs> now right. Test and Steph are, are getting married and they have a priest out there, which is how many weddings Possibly has Stephanie second. McMahon had in the ring? It's been at least three. Oh yeah, like. I know. Well, it's you know you had the mess with the Undertaker too. Mm-hmm. It's whole. It's anyway. There's been a lot. It's like they're just without Stone Cold around. They're just reaching for everything they can to be like crazy, you know, and edgy. But then again, Big Boss Man was stealing people's dead fathers before Stone Cold got hurt. So maybe that's, that's just the product of the times. But you know, you get to the point in the wedding. Where the priest says, and I don't even know why he says it, if there's anyone here who has any objections or reasons why these two should not be married, speak now or forever hold your peace. And then that DX thing kicks up. And everybody's like, oh, no, here comes Triple H. Here he comes. He's going he's gonna to get fired. Right. And he comes out and he says, hey, 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 look, easy, easy, take it easy. The crowd is just killing him, which is great. Wait, the crowd is killing who? Booing Triple H. What? He's... He's a tool. Like, yeah. Wait Vince a minute. Man is on, the face in this situation. And DX <clears throat> is the heel in this situation. Sort of by And the proxy. corporation is the face. Well, Vince McMahon is trying to defend the honor and integrity of his darling daughter, Stephanie McMahon. When has that ever been a face move? I'm confused. Because she's young and she's innocent. Well, tell me if this sounds like a face move. Triple H says, "Look, look, look. It's cool. I know. I'm. I'm not. I'm not coming down there. I'm not gonna, you know, hit anybody with pedigrees or anything. I just. I know you said that only blood relatives can come out here and attend the wedding. And I just wanted to show you this. And we cut to the Las Vegas Strip, where Stephanie is incapacitated with alcohol. So maybe Big Boss Man should have been doing his job. Yeah, that's what I thought. Triple H is." driving her through the streets of las vegas at some point he got blacked out stephanie probably in one of those vignettes i didn't watch all of them threw her in his car and he goes to a drive-in wedding venue because it's las vegas and people do that yeah and he proceeds he brought a ring and he pulls up to the window and he gives it to Stephanie and says the vows. And then he bends over her. And when Stephanie's supposed to say, you know, I take you, Hunter. He just says in a high voice, I take you, Hunter. Like with his back turned to the lady at the window. Right. And she's like, all right, well, nothing weird going on here. You guys are legally married. So he, um, so Triple H kidnapped a, a woman who was unconscious and married her in a ceremony that is questionably legal at best. And that's then he's a, that's um, allowed. Whoever's filming, he's talking to the. There's a cameraman in the back seat because of yeah, course, of course. You know, we're filming funnels. We film everything because you mm-hmm. never know what's going to happen. Triple it's H true, says, "Yeah, yeah, get those um, get those cans out of the, not not hers, the ones in the trunk, but um, tis, it's attitude era, you know." Yeah. The guy climbs around the back. Here's some rustling going on, and then he gets out of the car, and Triple H and Steph pull away with you know the, the bundle of crap behind their car and a sign that says "Just Married." And then cut back to the arena. Steph's crying, shrieking hysterically. I don't remember anything. And the crowd is like chanting at Triple H, but also kind of laughing because <laughs> you're right. Everyone hates Steph and right. Mr. McMahon. Nah, this test is pissed. 
Triple H comes back out through the curtains. I forgot to mention, he's wearing his DX leather jacket. He's got a carnation pinned right of here. Of course. Like he's going to prom. Like it's pretty fantastic okay. stuff. <laughs> and now, and I actually went back and looked at this, and Jerry says, he's got a wedding ring. And he does. He's got the ring on now. And like the first time he came out, he didn't have it on, which I thought was actually a nice. pretty clever bit mm -hmm. of production. Like the camera catches it really well. Smart. So there's some, you know, there's some real storytelling going on. Oh, here. there is. So, once again, um, Big Show and his dead dad and the World Championship do not close the show. No. Um, last week, we had another segment between Vince McMahon and Triple H close the show. This week, we have a crying, visibly distraught Stephanie and right. Vince McMahon close the show. Mm -hmm. So, now, now it's December 6th. This is the week before Armageddon. And we have had no interaction with Big no Show interaction. or Big Boss Man. None whatsoever. <laughs> so now you can tell somebody at the company was like, all right, pump the brakes. We got to we gotta bring this back in a little bit, right? We right. got to gotta make people remember that the hatred that Big Show has for this guy, all the stuff he's done to him. So how are we going to do that? We put him in a tag match together. Mm. Oh, man, that'd be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> I wish. Oh, oh, that's man. my least favorite thing. I to do literally wrote Big Show is on this show, which is good. <laughs> there we go. Step but one. He's brawling with Viscera, who he's not fighting for the title in Well, six you days. can't have him you can't have them fight already. You gotta wait and build up the fight for I, I guess. Maybe have him interact. Well, he ends up he has this match with Viscera. He wins. It's not that impressive, but they're two big boys, so you know, smashing <clears> around a little bit. And then and this is, this is really the takeaway from this episode. The WWF production crew is the most dedicated people on the planet because they will oh, yeah. just follow wrestlers to the ends of the earth mm -hmm. and broadcast what I assume is live any situation or they'll edit it and put it together. So now Big Show wins his match and all of a sudden another video comes up on the Titantron and it's Big Boss Man talking to Big Show's mother. We went there. You called it. Yes. You had it. <laughs> Natural. She is crying. She's upset. And we're filming this like through the kitchen window okay. right now. And she's just, uh, uh, she's like, I don't want. And he's like, look, I'm a policeman. I have connections. And I found this in the public record. And he's got an envelope. And he says, if you don't tell him, then I will. And she's like, no, it should come from me. And he pounds his fist on the table. And he's like, what should come from you? And she's like, Big Shahi Paul, he's illegitimate. Big Boss Man is like, so you're saying your son is a bastard? Is that what you're saying? She's like, yes, but I have to be the one to tell him. And he's like, you're absolutely right. You should. So take a look through that window right there. You've been punked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. Oh, man. This is honestly, this is exactly where I thought this was going. So he doesn't quite, like, try to steal you know his thing, mother. You know what the thing is? <laughs> He's building this stuff as, I'm a cop, and so I found these things in the records. He's got all They're these. They're public records. Anyone can find these. Got, I don't know. I guess he had a tip. I don't, I don't know why that's in the public record. I don't know what documents you have. No, that you would, can find stuff like I that. I guess. Because there's birth certificates. Right. I guess. I guess. But, like. Wow. So then he looks at the yeah. camera and he's like, you just told the whole world that that big freak show Paul White is a bastard. So once again, well, Chris Jericho is paying attention. 
once again, uh, Big Show's crying in the ring, and I guess you feel bad for him. But like at this point, uh, yeah. we we jumped the shark a month ago. You know? Oh yeah. We what's left? We jumped the shark as soon as the cancer was what's, brought up. Yeah. No. <sighs> look, we're so far oh, past man. jumping the shark. We've jumped like even, a freaking beluga whale. At there this was point. a. I didn't even tell you about the poem after his dad died. <laughs> this isn't even Wait, related to what? this. This is back before Survivor Series. Wait, before uh, the funeral. This is just another thing that happened that poem? we didn't focus on. He Big Show requested a ten bell salute for his father. I don't know if that's a thing you do. It is. It is for that's people who aren't in wrestling. But anyway. well, okay, whatever. But he had he interrupted and. I don't remember the whole thing, but I remember one line in particular. He said, if I had a son as stupid as you, I'd hope I'd get cancer so I could die too. It was a lot of that. <sighs> All right. So, no, the okay. shark has been jumped okay. at least oh, yes. a month ago. Oh, yes. And at this point, like, it's, I don't think anybody even cares anymore. No, it's The Rocky Mankind are back together. They're fighting for the tag titles. Triple H and Vince are in a blood feud now, and he may or may not be married to Stephanie at this point. Chris Jericho is fighting freaking China for the Intercontinental title. Oh, yeah, I didn't even talk yeah, about that. I forgot about that. There is yeah. just, like, I wanted to take this episode and just track this one feud, like, up until its culmination. Not only was its culmination not, like, the most ludicrous thing I've ever seen, which is Big Show being hauled away, holding onto his father's <laughs> casket for dear life. They just completely, like... Everyone forgot about him yeah. in the next month. Like, this one month of December, it's like the Attitude Era in a nutshell. Because it is entertaining. Mm -hmm. There was a moment, again, China has a... Oh, crap, I don't... Kitty, I think is her name. She's got a... Not like a faction buddy, but like yeah. a running buddy at okay. this point. And it's this younger woman who, like, looks like her, but obviously she, you know, is built more like a normal woman. So she's mm -hmm. way smaller and, like, more petite, kind of diva-ish. Yeah. Like, there was one point... So the whole, they've been feuding all month. I didn't even have time to talk about this. They've been feuding all month to lead up to her fighting Jericho at Armageddon for the Intercontinental title, which is mm -hmm. pretty cool. Like, right. oh, intergender wrestling, that's progressive. But then you also have Kitty saying things like, well, you just booked me in a bra and panty match. I can't do that. And China's like, well, I guess you're going to have to. She's like, no, China, you don't understand. I don't wear underwear. And Jerry goes, whoa. <laughs> and then China goes, yeah. well, I guess you're just going to have to win. And the crowd goes, ooh. <laughs> and then we uh, cut to Big Show in the ring, like, crying over his dead dad. Yay. Like, that's what's been happening all month. Okay. That's the kind of storytelling we're working with here. That's that that so, makes sense. That's fair. After all of this, you know, I... I'm tired. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to like watch all of Armageddon, but I, I could sit here and give you a blow-by-blow -blow description of this epic blow-off match yeah. between Big Show and Big Boss Man at Armageddon. This is dead fathers and crying mothers and lost paternity and the championship, right? Oh, yeah, right. The championship. I'm just going to read you the two sentences on this match. On the Wikipedia page for WWF Armageddon. Are you ready? Yes. After all of this build. The final match on the undercard was a standard wrestling match for the WWF Championship. The Big Show defended the title against the Big Boss Man. Boss Man's enforcer Prince Albert continuously interfered on his behalf throughout the match, prompting Big Show to perform a chokeslam on Albert through the Spanish announce table. 
Right. El Big Break Show defeated table. Boss Man to retain the WWF Championship title by pinning Boss Man after Chokes landing him. Um, from the video package to the ending bell, this blow-off match took seven minutes. I did watch it. Okay. It's atrocious. Like, I don't... <laughs> it's not really exciting. <sighs> they started the show by saying, this literally may be the most personal series of matches we've ever had. And I was thinking, yeah, that makes, you know, that okay, makes sense. Yeah, we got yeah, a yeah. lot going on here. It doesn't mean good. It just means personal. Yes, I, very personal. I don't know what about him pinning Big Boss Man at Survivor Series was not definitive, but him pinning him now is? <laughs> I don't know why you... It's not a hardcore match. There's no blood. There's no... I don't know why Albert doesn't get disqualified for running interference the whole time. I have so many questions, but I feel like at this point... They just wanted it to die. Which is fair. They gave Big Show the title for a month while they took Rock and Triple H in fun new directions. Because, you know, um, the main event at WrestleMania 2000, not going all the way this far, but was the fatal Mm four-way between Triple H, The Rock, Mankind, who had broken up by then, all going after Big Show's title. Mm -hmm. He was just the cog in the machine to hold the title while they married Triple H off to Stephanie. Stephanie turns heel on her father and aligns with Triple H in the main event of Armageddon. So that makes sense. And after, never looks back. That yeah. makes sense after you get mm-hmm. kidnapped and forced into marriage. Well, you know, I mean, have you seen him? He's, he's very strong. He's got that leather jacket. I don't know. Uh, Tess looks kind of like a doofus. I mean, try. if that's the choice we have. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, right. So it's... And again, I didn't watch the whole main event because that wasn't supposed to be my subject this week. Right. But it's this like 45-minute barn burner where Vince McMahon fights Triple H in a no-holds-barred match, no disqualifications. It's a street fight. He's going to win back his honor. And then his daughter turns heel on him and helps Triple H win, launching us on the road to Triple H winning the title at WrestleMania. Yay. So, look, at the end of the day, just poor Big Show, honestly. Yeah. Like, he got to hold the title because <laughs> they gave him a terrible angle, and he just... Nobody cared. No. Like, the whole month he had the title, nobody cared. The Rock was main eventing some weeks, and then once they got him and Mankind back together, Triple H and Vince were main eventing every week. It was just... It was it was bad. And I it's hard to feel as bad for him as we do someone like CM Punk, just because I think he's a lot more charismatic and, like, easy to buy into as a character. And Big Show... He's a great, like, utility player, but, like, that's what he does. Like, yeah. he's big, so if you want, like, to make a new guy look really good, you put him up against Big Show, and I guess if you have to slap the title on somebody, it might as well be the Giant. Right. You know? But there was just... It's amazing to me that a feud that didn't start, but, like, reached the high water mark of stealing bodies right. <laughs> could be ever described as creatively bankrupt... But they really peaked too soon. They really did. Like and it. not only that, but like they didn't commit to any sort of payoff. Yeah. That was it. Like it just it was all leading up to a seven minute title defense at a B rate pay per view in between Rock and Sock going after the tag titles and Triple H fighting Vince McMahon. Like it's just kinda sad. Yeah, no, it's uh sad is definitely a good way to describe it. <laughs> Pathetic, I... horrible. <laughs> dumb but boy it's just why that why there's that's a lot a of questions there's a lot of entertainment that can be found in the why 
That's what I found. Why did you think this was a good idea? Why did we attach the title to it? Because I'd seen like clips of this guy hauling off in Big Show's, you know, Big Show's yeah. dragon behind him. I never thought the title would ever be involved in something <laughs> like that, but it was. Oh, it, it was. definitely was. I also can't believe they aired that segment on SmackDown. Just kind of tucked away. Like, look, we got some other stuff going on, but... Oh, man. I can't... It's just one of those things that can't be explained. The best thing about that whole... Look, I had a blast watching all of this, I will say. (laughs) It's a very entertaining run of just... Look, it's messed up, but there is something kind of funny about watching Big Show cry. Just because he's such a big dude. I don't know. I think they enjoy humiliating him a little bit. To his credit, he... He rolled with it. And if anybody's wondering, I did look this up. His father had actually passed away about two years before this angle. Okay. So he was like, he had gotten through it and like made his peace with it. And I assume like told his family this was going on. They probably didn't watch wrestling, but that's kind of a heads up you want to give somebody. So he was okay. This wasn't like... He was also a year out of finding out he was an illegitimate child. So, you know, that pain had passed away as well. Okay. Wait, is he really? No. What? Okay. I was like, what? <laughs> this is, hang on, we gotta start over. Okay. I have no idea. No, that makes, no. I would assume not. I would assume not, too. Oh, man. It was man. supposed to be okay. a joke, and then you didn't laugh, and I was well, like, oh. who knows, man? Who knows? That seems like the kind of thing Vince would be like, oh, that's brilliant. Oh, it would. Let's yeah. work it in, you know? Okay. So, no. I like the Jericho punk child. Mm. Illegitimate child thing was a little better than that. Whew. I don't even have time to go into all of that. So, <laughs> I assume it, this probably won't be the last time we talk about Big Show. I don't know. There's some other yeah, stuff that knows? I thought about doing. He's a funny guy. If you've ever heard him interviewed. He is. No, he is. He's entertaining. I, I One of the most recent ones I heard, somebody, I think it was Stone Cold, was asking him, does it bother you, you know, that you get so much hate from a lot of wrestling fans now and they chant, please retire at you and all this stuff. He's like, you know, I get people telling me that, like, I... I hog the spotlight, and I love to bury people. And he said, hey, douchebag, I've won, like, two matches in the last three years. I don't know who you think I'm holding down. Like, we all know what I'm doing here. Right, right. And it was just funny to hear, because you're right. It's like him and Kane, they show up on your television, and you're just like, oh, no. It's true. But... Man, they, I mean, you get why they're so respected. Cause oh, no, Not I only totally have they been around it. for like 20 years, but they have had, I think between the two of them, probably some of the worst angles of all time. Yeah. To their credit, yeah, you just keep on, you just do it. I guess that's what makes you a professional. That's what, that's what wrestling is, man. Sometimes it's just, it's just the worst, but you got to hang on. <laughs> you just have to power through. And then maybe you'll get a title after being dragged on your father's casket. Sympathy title. Right, exactly. So you better have a good name for this one. I haven't thought of a of a punny title, but I don't know. I don't know. I all of you know because it's on the the episode already. Tweet tweet at us whether or not Mark named the title appropriately. Yeah. How good was it? Yeah. Please I'll do a Twitter poll. Great. (laughs) That's actually a pretty good idea i get it it'll get three responses look there's only two of us so that means the people are involved <laughs> that means there's one other person somewhere the millions and millions yeah the gorillas fans man well that was that was that was fun 
That was fun. Glad you liked it. I mean, that's an angle where I knew like parts of that thing, but right. I didn't know about the Big Show boss man, like the full. Ex- I didn't know. All See, of that. I knew all I knew was I had this mental image of Big Show riding yeah, on the casket. I'd seen that before, and I thought, oh, I bet that's a fun story. And then I was watching Raw after Raw, and it just got kicked farther and farther down the card. I was like, man, there's a whole story just in this. Like yeah. that's that's the Attitude Era right there. It is. And you talk about the title not meaning anything now. Boy, title was like the fourth most important thing. No, the title has never meant anything in WWE. Very, very rarely in the history of WWF or E has the title actually meant something. Yeah. And even that, like, they were integrating the Triple H feud into the fact that, like, he wants to take the title. And Vince is like, no, you won't take my title, but it's not a title feud. To be honest, the only. I think two times since. 1995 the wf titles actually mattered and it's 1996 wrestlemania when Shawn michaels beat bret hart for the first time and then in 2011 when cm punk that was going to be was what gonna i walk said. out with the title there's only two, i mean i'm sure i know it's i know it's it's mattered other times but it's just like if you really think about it and when the title is mattered mm-hmm. yeah the title will be like on the main show and it'll be you know, it'll still be maybe when Chris Benoit won the title, that was a big deal, and mm-hmm. when Eddie Guerrero won, it's a big deal. A lot, right. When it, when people won it for the first time, it's yeah. a big deal. But then, other than other than that, it's never usually about the title with no, WWE. It's, an it's always about the the story, yeah. which is fine, and that's I guess that's the way it should be. But at some point, it can just be about the title. Yeah. And that's better than sometimes doing it, these yeah. crappy stories just because you have to have it be something else. Like yeah, just and that's have them one thing. Title. That's I think something that's so refreshing about NXT that not a lot of people point out, but the fact that it's always a climb in NXT mm-hmm. means the title always means something. Yeah, there's never going to be a point where you win the title and then lose it for a while and go do something else and come back to the title. Like you right. win it, you hold it, and then you're up. Yep, unless you know? you're Bo Dallas, and you win it twice. R.I.P. Is he the only one to win it twice? Didn't Finn win it twice? I could be wrong. No, Joe maybe. Joe maybe. I think Joe might have won it twice. Yeah, they went back and forth a lot, so. I think Joe, Bo Dallas was the first one. Though. But it's always a climb, you know? So when you get it, it's almost always for the first time. Oh, it's always yeah, it's a always big a big deal. That's the benefit they have over yeah. something like WWF where it's been around forever. I do love that. And that's that. the other thing I thought of doing this. Like, ironically, that was kind of Punk's legacy. Like, he has the longest ever modern title. Right. right. And mm-hmm. a lot of the time, he was not main eventing shows while he held that title. Nope. But there is a part of you that says, honestly, like cynically, if it, it might be, be like, <coughs> the reason like Vince was so focused on everything else that he wanted to push in the main event, mm-hmm. that he like just kind of that's the reason Punk's reign was so long because right. he was kind of flying under the radar, yeah. even though he was doing great work. And sadly, it's cool that he still has that at least. I mean, it's not going to be officially recognized until Brock Lesnar beats it. Good gosh. Well, if you enjoyed this Woo! episode of Behind the Gorilla, please feel free. Comment. Questions. Anything else? Twitter page, at behind underscore gorilla. It's where you can find the show page. And uh, if you want to find me or Harris, I'm at Marky Mark Brand. I'm at Harris Wilson. So you can uh, follow us there. We'll sometimes tweet about wrestling. It does happen quite often, and other stuff, especially for Harris. Yeah, I'm kind of all over the place. <laughs> Mark has really leaned into the um, behind the gorilla Twitter page, though. Yeah, 
just yeah, putting out a lot of polls and that. hot takes, anything mm-hmm. to bring eyeballs in, you know? Yep. Nothing means anything. It's all a ploy. Just it's all the work. Attention. <laughs> anyway, so that's where you can find us. Please leave us a review on iTunes. One star, five star, it doesn't matter. It still helps. We appreciate any sort of feedback. We have a few of them on there. So any more would be very welcome because we don't have enough. One of my friends the other day was listening, like just showing his family and he played it and they were like, did Harris rate his own podcast? (laughs) And I was like, no, what? Why do you say that? And they're like, it has your name right there. (laughs) I did. (laughs) Hey, hey, every little bit helps. So yeah, if you want to help with that, please leave us a review subscribe on itunes and uh yeah we thank you guys for watching and we'll be back next week with another crazy uh topic that we can all hate wrestling for or love it more you never know it either makes you hate wrestling more or love it more but either way it's going to be entertaining so take care and we will talk to you guys next week